the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do We couldn't throw. We throw an interception. It's just... The Point After Show. The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go. Hey, yo! You are once again listening to The Point After Show. Thanks for tuning in to our Week 13 Hangover Show. I had a hangover today, that's for sure. Oh, I'm with you on that. <laughs> that's what uh, bowling and pitchers of booze will do to you. Yeah, pitchers, and my arm's been sore all day from uh, throwing those balls down those pins and wow. whatnots. Yeah, that sure. was bad. <laughs> um, but I'm your host with the most fantasy points scored against, Eddie Scarupa. With me, as always, are brothers... Polly Bagawalna Lipko and Tommy. I don't have a hole in one yet, Lipko. Ooh, and last Eddie. but not least, Cabby the producer. Uh, it's the last week of regular season. My Lipko's legend season is over, alongside by the producers here and possibly Tommy. Uh, most season. likely, most my likely, season. most yeah. likely. I need Calvin Benjamin coming out of the wire. Brandon Marshall, Hauschka. All to have huge games. Like, huge games. I need them to put up double what they're projected to do. Paul's sitting over there all quiet because he's in. I was just wondering if maybe <clears throat> my special request would be next episode when you introduce the, you know, the, the all of us. Can I, my nickname go to Pauly, the only one in playoffs. Actually, can it be Pauly, the only oh, one that doesn't see. have a championship? I'll have to run it by the editor all right. of the script. Just, just trying to, show. you know, the bag of walnuts is, is my is my, is my my thing, but... You know, for one episode, I could be the only guy that's in. Only guy that doesn't have a championship? Yeah, well, yours has an asterisk next to it, we all know. According to you. According to everybody. Um, I mean, other than the Lipko's Legends League, I'm still alive in two of my other leagues, which is always a positive note. But uh, what about the rest of your guys' leagues? I know this is the focal point is the so Lipko's is, Legends, and so, the three of us are else. We have nothing else to talk about. So I'm done, I'm done in every league. Yeah. So uh, we want to throw it out to our... Our followers, since I'm dead, Ed's still alive in some, but we're, we're, we're almost all drawn dead. Ed, what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to do a daily fantasy on DraftKings. Um, we're going to call some VIP listeners to join our league, and then we're going to open it up to our Twitter followers and fans and listeners of the show. Um, you can direct message us if you want to get in on our daily fantasy uh, for starting week 14. Uh Direct message us by, uh, was it the latest Tuesday yeah, night? Yeah, we'd like to get the invite out to everybody on Wednesday. So direct message us uh, if you're night. interested Tuesday by Tuesday with your email address. Uh, it's going to be a $10 entry. Great opportunity for our Twitter followers and our listeners to uh, take a shot at us and see if you guys can beat us in fantasy daily fantasy for a see week. See if you can beat the guys from the Point After Show. And you can get us uh, get out. Uh, you can join our uh, our daily fantasy at thepointaftershow.com or direct message the show at Point After Show or direct message our Twitter or our personal Twitter handles. Mine's at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S, Tom. I'm T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Paul, what do you have? I am Paul underscore the P-A show. And I'm Cabby. 
I'm Cavi. The PAS. <laughs> Cavi underscore the PAS. He there might be go. guessing here. There, yeah. there were like six weeks where he gave out the wrong one. One week where he gave out no the good. correct one, and then he blacked out the other couple weeks. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you already know what our Twitter handle is. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, you can also hit up our uh, our main account, which is at Point After Show. Yeah. Um, but... We uh, emphasize the thepointaftershow.com where you can uh, ask us your questions and get into our league that way as well. Um, but on the show tonight, we have our panic button and top waiver pickups for week 14 going into the first week of playoffs for most of us, uh, fantasy-wise. It's going to be a pretty good show, pretty important. Uh, a lot of you listeners out there are starting to get yourselves ready for uh, playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, you heard it. I just it. hope we can win a game. Uh, so we're going to try and get you guys ready. Um, we're going to talk about what happened a little bit this weekend and uh, week 13 and hopefully get you guys ready to start thinking about uh, first week of playoffs, week 14. Me personally, I will say I had a uh, pretty bittersweet weekend in uh, fantasy. I um, I had an opportunity to lock up the number one seed in all three leagues, and I lost all three games. So No, you uh, didn't lose ours yet. Well, I didn't lose ours yet, but yet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose. You're going to win, for sure. Definitely going to win. Anyway. Anyway. Let's talk about a little uh, side action wager that me and Paulie had today with the tight end situation. You bet me on Twitter yep. that Antonio Gates would have more fantasy points than Cameron Brait. I, I had Cameron Brait, so Arugas. Uh, Ghost face killers. Yeah. So let Ghost me give. Uh, so let me let me let me give everybody out there listening a word of advice. Do not. Drink and tweet. It is a horrible idea. I have no idea when I thought better of it. Why the hell I'd ever take? Uh, it sounded Gates. good at the time. I it, but I but I've been down on Gates forever. I've I've said to everybody he's been he's touchdown depends. He doesn't get enough touches. He doesn't get enough uh, targets. He's just poop. And yet here I am barking saying yeah, Brait definitely isn't going to score as many as Gates. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking. And now I'm forced to eat uh, two ghost face killer hot wings, which you have to sign a waiver mm-hmm. for. I'm probably going to throw up. He's going to get a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm probably going to puke all over. I think you have to eat five to get a t-shirt. Gr- oh, yeah. You have to do do it there, too, to get yeah, a t-shirt. I'll be lucky if I get two, done, two of them down. But I will oh. tell you this. It will be a great made-for video for all of our uh, followers, all of our listeners. They'll get to see it. Cavi and uh, these other two yam-yams, I'm sure, will have a good time videoing this up. Lucky Vegas put here. a line, three to one, Paul Puke. So get your bets in. You could... Tweet him to at TLIP underscore the PAS. I'm not saying I'm taking any action, but if you send it, I might. Yeah, the over-under is there's definitely a puking happening. Or if it doesn't come out of my mouth, the puking may come out of my nose. What's, uh, the, what's the over-under on how many you're actually physically able to finish? Oh, he has to oh, finish, too. I have I to, to finish, finish two. two. Yeah, yeah, I have to finish to. two. I don't oh. care if he sits well, here for a day and a half. Yeah, no, I got to <laughs> eat two of them. And, um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I'll give him some milk and bread, whatever he milk, wants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure, you're not gonna, sure you're not going to give me some water? Yeah, I'll give him some Let me drink from the fire hose or something out from your house. I'll, I'll piss we'll have the hose. We can have the yeah. hose ready. I'll piss that'd in be, a cup That'd be good. So anyway, we'll all the hose uh, anyway I'm, I've, I've made – I'm the only one here, I'll be honest to say this. I feel like I'm the only one here sitting here that has a set of balls because I've made four bets. And I don't think any of you can even say you've made more than two. So at least I'm open enough to say I've made some bets. I'm one in four. I'm, or one in three. I'm, I've made some pretty bad bets. But uh, – at least I'm big enough to make it. So I want to hear some bets tonight and from what, some of you sorry-ass bastards. We'll see, we'll see what happens. You can't force bets. But we'll you, see. you absolutely can force bets. You, you just got to be smart so enough to I, throw I'm, them in there. I don't use so all the frat guys so. say. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting in on any bets. You can force anything. That is true. Oh. Yeah. Don't, uh, no, don't no, ask no. Big Ben that. All right. Uh, um, let's get into our panic button segment. 
All right, guys, we got Mike Mayer on the line. How's it going, Mike? Good. How are you? Thanks for joining us, buddy. No relation to uh, John, I'm assuming? No, or Bill. All right. Good, good. (laughs) Cousin Bill. Good. Hey, Mike, so you uh, you do a little writing, right, and some of it's fantasy-based? Yeah, I write for, uh, I've been writing fantasy for the past year for Razzball, both baseball and football, and uh, I've been writing about the Eagles for four, four Philly sports for the past few months, so yeah, I, I dabble a little bit. All right. So what we wanted to do, Mike, we wanted to uh, ask you if you would be interested in being part of our DraftKings uh, league coming up. Yeah, definitely. I, I already do DraftKings on like a you know, pretty regular basis, so you know, I'd, be, I'd be happy to hop into a league. All right, great. I guess uh, the question comes down to how'd you do in your regular fantasy this year? Um, well, <laughs> so I really thought I really like told myself going into the year I would only be in like two leagues because I overextended myself last year into like five leagues, and by the time the season started, I was in eight leagues, <laughs> and so that didn't really nice. work out well for me. Yeah. You're playing against um, yourself pretty much every week. One player on this team, then you're playing him in seven other leagues, so you don't want him to do well. How'd you how'd you do in the league? Pretty much. How'd you do in the league we're in together? I forgot the password to that. <laughs> the ESPN one? Yeah. Um I'm I'm gonna miss the playoffs in that one. I think out of the eight, I'm I'm definitely in the playoffs in two. Okay. And I'm like on the brink in two more, and then the rest I'm like I'm pretty much out. Alright, good, good. <laughs> Well, that's how, how three out of the four of us are sitting now, too. Yeah, that's how we feel. Feel your pain, buddy. Yeah. Let me know if I made the playoffs yeah. in that league because I can't find it anymore. But <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm right around 500, and I think you're in the division. All right. And I think someone's like 9-1, like and one, so I don't think either one of us have a shot. All right. Well, that's always great. All right, man. Well, we want to say thanks, and uh, we look forward to facing you this week coming up. Yeah, no problem. My, my one big money league... I never thought I would say this at the beginning of the year, but whether or not I get a first-round bye is going to come down to Bilal Powell tomorrow night and whether or not he can get five points. Oh, you're good. You're butter on that one. So he's going to have (laughs) ten fantasy points. And Tommy doesn't say that because he's biased because he also has him going needing about five fantasy points. Actually, I have him benched. (laughs) So, Mike, uh, I guess here's the question. I never thought my my first-round bye would come down to Bilal Powell, but, but here we are. Well, here's here's the question that's going around the uh, point after show tonight. Uh, Tommy's got to start either Powell or Calvin Benjamin. Who's he start? Uh, oh of, man, that's kind of our sentiment too. <laughs> yeah, that's how I've been that's, for the yeah, past I mean, hour I, and ten minutes. I, as a Powell owner, I go Powell just because he's going up against the Colts and Calvin Benjamin's going up against the Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been. I literally changed it in and out, in and out, in and out. About ten times in the last hour and a half. So I, That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week after we see how this week goes. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks for having and me. And good luck. Hopefully you get in the playoffs in that first round. Bye. Bye. Thanks. All right, guys. We are with the Point After Show contributor, Matt Cerniak. How's it going, Matt? Uh, doing all right, physically. Okay. Physically doing okay. Mentally? Mentally, we took it all over the brain today with, when, it comes, when it comes down to the NFL. Okay. So, Matt, yeah. how, are you, how are you doing fantasy-wise? In both my leagues, I am limping into the playoffs. I, but, you know, I look at it like I could be the Giants from uh, 
year they went like nine and seven and won it. That's that's what I'm kind of hoping we're gonna be. You could be Cavie you know? last year. Cavie went seven and six, limped into the playoffs, and he's holding the trophy this year. And a truck I bought with the winnings. Although this although this season he's not limping into playoffs. No, he's no. just limping. So this season, uh, Tommy, Eddie, and myself didn't make it in. So what we're doing is we're inviting a couple VIP uh, friends of the show into a DraftKings league, and then we're gonna invite our Twitter followers in. So we were hoping you'd want to be part of it. I, you know, if the invite is gonna be sent to me, I hope it will be sent to me via some kind of scroll oh, through the sure. mail yeah, or something we're gonna like make that, it or bring it to my doorstep. But if you want to just do it like this, um, just me saying yes or no, I can do that as well. Well, there, there, I will gladly be in your uh, daily DFS league. Okay, well, there is a, a carrier pigeon on the way. He just didn't make it yet, so you will okay, get the official fair. one that way. All right, Matt. Well, hey, we want to say thank you, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week after we see how this goes. You got it. Thanks, All right. Matt. All right, Thanks, man. Buddy. Thank you. Take it easy, boys. All right, guys, so you're going to probably be a little bit surprised with some of my panics this week. Um I call these guys panics because of performance coming down the stretch. You're going into playoffs. Every one of these guys are on your roster. Every one of these guys are in the starting lineup. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm worried about all of them. My first panic button, believe it or not, is the the, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Larry Fitzgerald. Here's why I'm panicking on him. Coming down the stretch, you need a solid wide receiver on your team that can't that doesn't put up any type of bombers. Um, Fitzy's only had one 100-yard game this entire season. He hasn't had a touchdown in his last seven games. And in, and in Week 16, which is your fantasy championship, should you be so lucky to get there, he plays Seattle on the road in Seattle. And I don't know, but I feel like, for me, is, is, is he someone that you want in your starting lineups when you need those solid points, when you need those double-digit, you know, 12 to 20 points worth of a wide receiver – you know, seven, eight, nine points in, in playoffs, it's one and done. You know, what do you guys think? I, I, it's crazy to say Fitzy, but I just don't think he's he's all around like that guy. I couldn't disagree more here. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, like you said, greatest of all time. Look at what he's done this year. He's averaging pretty much double-digit targets throughout the season. He's had... So the double-digit targets get you points? You always talk about targets. You even put tweets out called targets and touches and ball yeah, touchers. Yeah, yeah, but but so targets that's are a good thing. Targets are a good thing until they're not a good sure. thing. Sure. So look, his targets don't mean look, shit if he's not putting up anything. You look, he's had over seven games of double-digit fantasy points this year. He's got New Orleans coming up. That's in PPR leagues. I get that. Double-digit, what, point like 10 PPRs. points? Half 11 point. points? But you didn't draft this guy one, as a number one. He, you, he has one touchdown all year. Again, you didn't one. draft this guy as a number one receiver. It doesn't matter. He's had double he's digit fantasy points three. in over half of his games. For sure he's a wide receiver no. three. This guy's a wide receiver two. Start no him every single week. One it's not all about game. touchdowns. Seattle in week 16. It's not all about the touchdowns. The recipe for me of I'm, I'm looking for some other some other options. Well, oh, you tell me what other options are out there that you could have as a and I you can pick like, up on waiver know, wire. The, you have this guy's on your team. You have to start him. I guarantee he averages double digit targets the next three games to get you to the championship. And and if and if and, you, and listen in Tommy's oh, league in bets. Tommy's league in Tommy's league double digit targets get you points. Tommy doesn't have much to worry about. He doesn't have playoffs to worry about. I'm going to tell you flat out. 
you do not want Fitzy coming down the stretch. Let's talk. Let's talk to Bats, win then. playoffs. Let's talk. I'm not saying he's going to win you the playoffs, but he's this not, guy's he's going to lose you the playoffs. Do I smell he a bet? Do I smell I'll a bet? Anything you want? Set a number. Right I don't know. I'm, I'm done betting. No, no, no money, no money. We got putting some bets. Listen, I put out. I put out tons and tons of bets. I will let you girls talk about your own bets going forward. I'm good. I still got. I still got two bets. Paul Psycho. So don't, don't, don't listen to him again. Go ahead. Listen. What do you have next, Kev? All right. So I got James Starks. Last week he did it for you. If you had him in the game, he 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 stood up and the guy showed up. However, this week he had four rushing attempts for one yard and then rolled the pine for the rest of the game. Moving forward, I think uh, Mrs. Christine Michael is gonna take over. Eddie, your guy. Yeah. You know? I think moving forward. You finally get the hint, Cavi, that you stay away from Green Green Bay's backfield. Absolutely not. Uh, uh, if Eddie Lacy comes yeah, back, Eddie Lacy comes back. I'm riding that train forever. He's uh, picking that right back if up. Eddie Lacy's, <laughs> if Eddie so Lacy's, Cavies, I can assure in that the Cavies, NFL next year, I'm drafting. 2017 Cavi's draft. The first five rounds will consist of four Oakland Raiders. Notre and, Dame guy. Uh, yeah, four right. Oakland Raiders and a Green Bay running back is pretty much how Cavi's rolling. two Notre Dame guys after he gets and buzzed up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of the way it goes. Uh, no, but James Stark was a reliable play last week, and, and this week he's just not. Uh, he's just nothing, not. Sorry. I'm just laughing at everything right now. Go ahead. <laughs> he was. He, last week he was reliable. He's not right now, and I mean – they need a running back. Oh, I agree. I, <laughs> I couldn't agree more with that. I, you so. could have just, in my opinion, you could have simply just said Green Bay's backfield is a panic button. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that you should go out and yeah. get, get Christian Michael, but he's clearly, uh, as of today, the, the go-to guy out there. Well, they were talking Ty Montgomery. He, yeah, uh, he's getting some carries today. They wanted to get him so, going So our listeners, that, our listeners, let me ask this question. Our listeners that are listening right now that are, that are trying to make a run through playoffs, do you recommend they go pick up Michael? No. Okay. No. Absolutely yeah. not. Me neither. I recommend they stay away from everybody in the Green Bay backfield. Good call. But namingly James Starks. If you have him on your roster as a two-back or a flex option, he's kind of do you start, you're flirting if, with it. But do you start him as a flex going forward? No, I'm saying you don't. That's why it's my panic button. I'm panicking on him, yeah. clearly. But I'm saying as of this week, going into this week, if you had him, you probably would. Yeah. You put up 12 points last week. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out my second panic button, which is probably going to be a shocker just as much as my first. So I like hitting the uh, – I like the shocker, quite honestly. Ooh. Um, Silk the shocker? So I like giving the shocker. I was going to say, you like getting it? Nope. You... Nope. Love giving the shocker. Um, I mean, how that would work the, if you were to get it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think it could. Five in the back. Yeah. Is it could it could have... Amari be, Cooper. Be painful. <laughs> All right. Amari Cooper. The minivan. Never heard <laughs> of that. Mini that is man. the greatest thing ever. Five in the back. Oh, <laughs> Way to muddy the waters, Ed. <laughs> oh, that's dirty. <laughs> First placenta, now the yeah, minivan. Jesus. All right, well, we're going to go out and get real here. Amari Cooper is my second panic button. I think that anybody that owns Amari Cooper can probably uh, agree with me, Cavi, um, that he is right now um, a worry in everyone's team. You, you drafted him as a wide receiver one. He hasn't played like that most of the year. He's had his games, but ultimately coming down the stretch, he's been touchdown dependent. Less than 60 receiving yards since week eight in every single game. Um, and he's averaging less than four catches in his last three games. To me... Without a touchdown he had uh, this past weekend, week 13, without that touchdown, he was he was irrelevant to that game. Um, and I get it, you know, touchdowns obviously make points, but, you know, you can't 
you can't have a guy depending seriously on a touchdown, uh, and that's it. He's not getting enough throws. He's not getting enough um, enough yards. For me, I'm panicking on him. What do you guys think? Amari Cooper put up 36 points in Week 8. Yeah, that was the last relevant week he had. No, he put up 15. He put up 13 today. He's a wide receiver one. But he put up 36 points. I mean, are you really going to just bench that guy with the uh, the chance that that could happen again? I'm not saying bench him. I'm just saying okay. it's it's. But I'm, what I'm saying is I I think that he com- it comes a time where he you have to start thinking is he the right matchup base? Oh yeah. So I mean, if there's the a better point, matchup but... out there, would I bench him? Yeah, I think I would. I, I would. I, I would never bench him. That's never why the three of you guys aren't in playoffs. Okay. We'll keep no. saying that. You're right. You, know, you three seem to all stick together, and I I get it because you know a bird of a feather. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you got to look at Amari Cooper has put up 20 points, 27 points, 18 points, 17 points, 36 points, 15 points, 13 points throughout that. He had a couple games where he he bombed but out, than, but, but, but you don't, nine, but, eight, but less than seven. 60 yards, less than 60 yards since week eight in every single game and averaging less than four uh, receptions. In his last three, that doesn't scare the hell out of any of you guys coming into like if you were. Well, he played. He played. Him. He also played Houston, Carolina, Buffalo right in a row. Yeah, that's, I give you that. That's kind of Carolina tough. doesn't have a good de- pass defense. Though. Well, they're it's still the tough worst. defense. Yeah. Still. So he's got Kansas City. Well, then he Cleveland's has Cleveland's not the worst either. But let's be honest. I know, mean, yeah. week fifteen, he has San Diego. You can't bench him against San Diego. He's gonna. He, he could have a monster week there, and then he plays Indianapolis in your Super Bowl week. So, I mean, I guess maybe you, Who has, you, you who's, who's a better Who's a better option rest of season? Crabtree or Amari Cooper? That's a good question. A good but question. I don't think anybody was pressing both, the panic button. Both now. of them, if you're, if it's possible. This guy. Uh, <laughs> well, luckily nobody has to worry about playing you in playoffs. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's no, but true. I, I, it's, I mean that's a question, right? Like yeah. I'm not pressing the panic button on Crabtree, even though he can't. He seemed to drop that wide open touchdown today. Well, he, uh, he's, he's, had dro- the he's had the drop. Yeah, the last had three the drop. weeks. That's why he's been with scary. multiple teams in yeah. the NFL. But I, I, I that's me. Well, Crabtree, Crabtree wasn't drafted. I understand what you're saying. Dra- yeah. Crabtree wasn't drafted as high in preseason, like coming up mm-hmm. in the drafts as high as Amari Cooper, and he's putting up just as decent. So you're in Cavie's position. You have Crabtree and you have Cooper on your team. You can only start one. Who do you start in playoffs? You have to go Cooper, I'd say, even though it could bite in the I ass. would disagree, but I, I, I respect that. What are you yeah. in uh, one wide receiver start per week league? No, no. But and why can't you only start one? Well, because most people don't typically like to start, except Cavie, like to start the two of the same receivers on the same team. That's a dynamic duo, though. Yeah, I wouldn't call That's it dynamic. How, you know, it's been bad. bad I'm just sitting things. here hoping for some big things to happen and just prove wrong, uh, Paul wrong. That's what I, I always root for that. So, so what do we could, do? We have. I mean, you're adamantly against Cooper, and I'm obviously on the Cooper bandwagon. So we have a. a I'm not. Here. I'm not against. I'm not against Cooper. I are think. You, are you I, I'm, rest the season. Crabtree versus Cooper. No. no yeah. No, yeah. No, you want no, Crabtree? No, I'll go no, Cooper. No. Is that a bet? I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet all day. I'll take that bet all day. This is my segment. It's called the panic button, bro. I'm supposed to do this. That's the whole point. I didn't realize it was, hey, Paul, make make up something, and then we're all going to attack you over it. We're not attacking. No, no, no. I'm just saying I think Cooper is a panic. If you're a Cooper owner and you think I'm wrong, tweet me. Paul underscore the PA show. Prove me wrong. I think he's a panic. That's just me. Yeah, Cavi, you don't tweet. I, no, I, I, I kind of get what you're saying because. He and was, listen, he if you're, like, if you don't, if you're, if you had Cooper all season and you didn't make playoffs, don't tweet me because you're, you, you didn't make playoffs, so you don't matter. Cavi, Eddie, what were you gonna say? I apologize. 
No, I was going to say that uh, as a Cooper, if, if you drafted Cooper, you probably got him in the third round-ish, somewhere around there, third, fourth round. Oh, no. Cooper? Yeah. You don't think so? I got him in the fourth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was, you know I what I wish? So. I wish I could find a statistic out there of fantasy players that are on teams that made playoffs versus not making playoffs. Like, like, like um, whatchamacallit, uh, Johnson. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like he would have a high percentage of ownership oh, that made playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Antonio Brown, probably. Yeah, too. Antonio like... Brown. Yeah, like I feel like those guys. Uh, and then I think there's guys like, you know, um, like uh, Odell like... Beckham. I don't think he'd have a high percentage of people that have him on their team that made playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. It's just me. I can see that. And I, I see, see that. I see Definitely Amari Cooper as being one of those guys. People that have him, I think there's a high percentage of those people that didn't make playoffs this year. They were wait- they were expecting more were, than him than he gave. They were hosed. Panic. Cabby, right. how over you, buddy? So, really, I'm panicking on anybody that has anything to do with the Philadelphia Eagles after this week. Um, they're the walking wounded out there. This week they were relying on Nelson Aguilar as their main receiving option. Old stone hands. And the guy was a healthy scratch the last two weeks. And he's out there as the feature back this week. Um, Ertz can't do it all by himself, and he for some good. he looked good this week. He though. looked great this week, but Jordan if you watch, he's not being in health. Yeah, oh, not at all. And uh, I mean, Tommy and I were talking about this earlier. Ertz had two receptions in the first half, three targets. One was a touchdown, and one was a pass. And then, but then he got he, he finished with I think twelve. You know, love Ertz. It's just uh, he can't do it all by himself, and Here's for Ertz. some reason they don't look at him in the first half. They they just go to him in panic time. Yeah. So. I don't know. Uh, you had uh, Green Beckham get hurt this week and exit the game, and you had Jordan Matthews not play, which you know they're back another disappointment this year. Uh, yeah, Every like Smallwood. Yeah. <clears throat> so if anybody that picked him up, yikes. Sorry if anybody, Sorry. I'm, anybody here. The Eagles told are you a to. prime example. Again, we've talked about this in the past. The Eagles are a prime example of a team that the coach is full of shit. You never listen to a coach when he says. This guy is primed to have big games. This guy is going to see a lot more action. Smallwood has been, they've been saying, they've been, they've been pitching the ass, that shit to us for three weeks about Smallwood is primed to break out and, you He's know, not. Sproles put a touchdown in this week. Exactly. In the red zone. That's how much they think of Smallwood. However, the point after show has been all over uh, Sproles yeah. for weeks. It's the so. only shining star on that It's the only consistency yeah. there. He'll, exactly. he'll get you your 7 to 15 fantasy points. I like Math- I, I do like Matthews when he comes back. I hope that this injury isn't long-term for him. I hope he helps out some fantasy teams. But I do like Matthews and Sproles. Other than that, cool, I agree with you cool 100%. Boss, that team is a, is a disaster right now. I think they will get a lot better next year. So right. uh, my last panic button is yet again another one that people are going to kind of scratch their head, and, and that, that's what I do, man. I kind of go out on a limb with these guys, and I'm going to go Randall Cobb. So I think another guy that I, I think that if you're a Randall Cobb owner, there's a high percentage of you that probably didn't make playoffs because you had a little bit more, you were a little more dependent on what Randall Cobb was going to do, especially after last season. Um, I think you know the Nelson coming back uh, took a lot away from him. Um, Adams coming out of nowhere down the stretch these last you know six seven games completely made Cobb um, almost irrelevant. He's so touchdown dependent. He had another touchdown this past weekend, but other than that, he really didn't do very much. Less than ten fantasy points in his last five games, and that's including this week when he scored a touchdown. He still didn't break ten fantasy points. Um, he's only had one 100-yard game this season, and he's only averaging three and a half catches a game since week seven. 
Eddie, I know you. You're you work. Are you a Cobb owner? Uh, yeah, my ESPN league. I mean, I'm out is of playoffs, he, is, obviously, but so you'd be one of the percentage, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm. I feel you. I, I just don't see him. What do you guys think of? I like uh, this. I like this panic a lot, um, especially after this week. Nelson just took that game over. Yeah, and uh, the post game interview. The only thing that Aaron Rodgers wanted to talk about was Jordy Nelson and how gritty he is and how tough he is and how long they've been together and blah blah. blah. So it's obviously his favorite receptions or yeah. receivers back, and you know he's going to look to him first. He's going to. He's gonna take over the games, and and he just he was lights out this week. It, yeah. it was it was actually really it, fun to watch him play. It, 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 sometimes it's hard to um, distinguish Randall Cobb between uh, Devontae Adams out there. I mean, they both six or eighteen. Uh, Randall Cobb's number eighteen. Uh, Devontae Adams is seventeen. He. You say they look alike? No, I'm just saying they're they're the same player. They're the same player out there. It's just one's a one's a wide receiver two. One one's a wide receiver three. That's true. Yeah, it's very true. Interesting take. I never would have thought of it that way. Yeah. I I always try to take a different picture. So those are my panic buttons and Cavi's panic buttons. Again, going back down, Paul is panicking on Fitzy and no one else is. Paul is panicking on Cooper and no one else is. Paul's panicking on Cobb. And it seems like everybody else is on on board with that one. Thank God I left that one for last. Cavi uh, is panicking on everybody in the backfield of Green Bay, specifically Starks. And almost the entire Eagles team, Cavi's panicking on. Yeah. I think it's unanimous. We all agree with Cavi on all those panics. Um, so that concludes our panic button for week 13. All right. Ca- next up already. is our waiver wire with me. My name is Eddie, the host with the most, and Tommy. Tommy never, Smallwood. Tommy, I never got a hold <laughs> related to Wendell. Yeah. I'm related to Wendell. It's actually his nickname. Um, we don't know where he got it. But oh, I can tell you where he got it. Like girls, girls from high school. Yeah. Wow. All right, guys, so we have friend of the show and uh, minority, minority owner of the Green Bay Packers on the line with us, Pete Nakaninski. Hey, Pete. Attorney, Pete Nakaninski. What's up, guys? Pete Nakaninski, Esquire. So, Pete, how are you sitting in Go fantasy ahead. right now? Um, actually, well, today I, I have, I'm one and one, but uh, overall I, I clinched the playoffs in both leagues, both leagues, so I'm pretty happy. Congratulations. Must be nice. Congrats, bro. What's that feel like, Pete? <laughs> I know what it feels like, Pete. <laughs> You guys are in good company. But nobody else has followed you. This is it, buddy. That's yeah. It's just me and you, kid. Yeah, we got. Pathetic. We can't be saying this on air because no one's gonna listen to our shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a rough one. It's a very competitive league that we're in. So, Pete, we were we were hoping you would. Uh, we were we were we were hoping in in a in a last ditch effort for uh, Tommy, Eddie, and I to stay relevant. Um, we're gonna start a point after show DraftKings. We were hoping you'd be a member of it. Uh, I'd be honored to. I'd be honored to, to show you my expertise and uh, hopefully give you guys the winning edge. All right. <laughs> Is that your slogan yeah. there? <laughs> <laughs> so, Pete, uh, last question. What's going to go on with the Green Bay Packers as an owner? Are they going to make playoffs or not? I mean, it's it's a long, long shot. But as an owner, uh, i I got to stand by my team, and uh, I'm going to say they'll get it on the wild card. All right. Well, Pete, we'd like to say thanks for uh, for talking with us, and we look forward to talking to you next week after uh, we see how the league goes. Thanks, as usual, guys. I look forward to it. Was this, Good uh, luck six this week. You can't anymore. Good luck, Paul. Thanks, thanks buddy. <laughs> we didn't mean to be brief. We're just trying to keep it down with the, the, the expenses of the phone call. No, no, no. I, I, it's understandable. I'll, I'll bill you at the end of the month. All right, thanks. <laughs> All right, guys, we're with friend of the show and longtime advertiser, Carmen Winters, realtor. 
Hey, Carm. Hey, guys. How are you today? Good What's up, Spags? Carm. So, Carm. Nice to hear everybody. It's great to hear your voice. Yeah. Carm, how's your fantasy season going for you? Absolutely awful this year. Sorry to say, fellas. Although I followed some of your advice, my team was in my main league was just so bad from the start. I had the injury bug and just could just couldn't get back. Are you talking about uh, sugar dicks? There were a lot of guys in the league. What's that, Ed? Are you talking about sugar dicks? Yeah, <laughs> my sugar dicks team is. Oh, the this is by far the worst season I've ever had. Uh, two years ago, I won the league, and and this is just the the complete. Total 180 opposite. It's been a nightmare from week one. Yeah, yeah. Now, know. now, Carm, not not to, you know, just speaking of sugar dicks, uh, off the air, you're gonna have to ask Eddie about sweater dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to that conversation. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. Put no, that no, put, no. put that one in the back just of your head. Go to the group text. Yeah, go, go to the group text. Forgot about the sweater dick. <laughs> so, Carm, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, Eddie, Tommy, and myself have found ourselves uh, knocked out of our league. So the four of us are going to start at DraftKings. And, Great. Uh, Welcome to an illustrious club of meaningless uh, fantasy football the rest of the way. Exactly. So we're going to invite some uh, some VIP guests, which we uh, would like you to be one. So any interest? I'm absolutely in. I'm, I'm honored to get the call and, and to get the nod into this league. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'd certainly love to participate. I'm in another league right now with the same premise and uh, – it's great. Uh, really enjoying it, and that's been a season-long uh, DraftKings league, so I'm totally in. This is where all the advertising money if you yeah. sent us is starting to pay off. We know what kind of bank uh, money you bank on uh, on selling those houses, so we're, we're, we're <laughs> more than excited to take a lot of that back off of you. <laughs> this is not a donation. It, oh, it is, though. <laughs> Why do you think you got the call, bro? <laughs> <laughs> So, Carm, you'll Hopefully be facing off against the, the... Too. He's free money. Yeah, oh, no, we've got, like, a f- list of five that actually we've... Besides the three sitting here, I'm we pretty... have five other people that we've uh, handpicked to be in this, including yourself. And other than Pete, none of them have made playoffs in a fantasy football. So we've pretty yeah. much handpicked all these people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And Pete just flipped what a, what out. We group. know he's not good. And, Carm, I'm pretty sure you know everybody that'll be involved, so it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. And then what we're going to do is... I'm uh, looking forward to that. We're, we're, we're shooting out... If you're one of our Twitter followers, you can join as well and, and face off against us. Sweet. How many, uh, or is it an unlimited number of entrants, or how, how are you, you going to cap it off at some point? Whoever gets to us uh, by Thursday. We're going to do it, well, it's Tuesday. By, by Tuesday, Tuesday. By Tuesday, end of night, uh, if, if you send us your email address to any of our any of our Twitters, any of our direct messages, and you guys are inter- anybody's interested in getting in, we're going to get them all in. We're going to send the invites out on Wednesday morning. Sweet. So if you know anybody, let them know as well. We'll do. Yeah, that's great. I'm looking forward to it. All right, guys, so uh, just a reminder, as always, if you're looking to buy a house, contact Carm, CarmenWintersRealtor.com, or Realty Carm, which is it? It's just my name.com. CarmenWinters.com. There you go. That's it. If you're buying a house, he'll help you out. All All right, right, fellas. All right, buddy. Carm, thank you very much. Have a good night, buddy. buddy. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Good night. So this week for the waiver wire, I'm going with, you know, I was scouring the waiver wire, and I noticed this guy was there, Gronk. I'm going to go with Gronk as, oh, I'm just kidding. He's hurting out again. He's a panic button. I'm going with my man, tight end from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I spoke about him last week. Ladarius Green, solid. They have one of the most pass-happy offenses in the NFL. Big Ben is slinging all over the place. The the Steelers are in basically must-win situation right now if they want to win the AFC North and make the playoffs because that's the only chance they realistically have is winning the AFC North. So they're going to be passing, trying to win every single game going forward. 
you know, uh, look at he has Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Baltimore coming up. I know they're all tough matchups, but with the Steelers and the weapons that they have at the receiving side, I think Ladarius Green finds himself open a lot. Ladarius Green is going to be a man, only owned in 21% of fantasy leagues. You go out there and you pick him up. Ed, who do you have? I like it. I got the first guy I, I got going on here is Denard Robinson, only owned in 2% of the league. Shoelace. Shoelace Robinson, not related to Dave, I don't think. He just misses. Misses? No, Robinson. definitely not related to Mrs. No. Robinson. <clears throat> anyway. Um, he had 17 carries this week for 53 yards. He had 13 carries last week. That backfield in Jacksonville is a mess. Uh, the runners are all banged up. TJ Yeldon and uh, Chris Ivory are both have ankle, some kind of injuries on their legs. Who knows? But Denard Robinson, he even left uh, this week's game with a, a tweaked ankle. But he's he's getting his touches. He's getting his carries. Look forward or looking forward, looking ahead. I think he's still going to get the ball a little bit more. Uh, get your double digit touches per week. He hasn't scored yet, but he's getting the opportunities. They have Minnesota next week, which might be a tough, tough defense, uh, running wise for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I would still consider him if you are desperate for uh, someone like really desperate. So I will step in and say that basically everything that you just said is all the reason that I would never want to pick this dude up from waivers. Okay. You, I mean, you said, one, he's playing Minnesota next week. Two, you said Jacksonville's backfield is a complete disaster. Yeah. He tweaked his ankle this week. I I agree with you that that backfield is a disaster. He's probably the best option out of there. But is he, he worth going? He 17 carries this week. For how many yards? 53. So 5.3 points. Yeah. I, I don't see wasting anything on that guy whatsoever for a waiver pick. It's but just I'm, it's it's I'm it's the best desperate. of the worst. I'm talking desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah best yeah, of the and worst. And at this point in the season, with all the injuries out there this year, what other options do you really have on your fantasy waiver wires at this point in the season? <clears throat> there there aren't if, many options. All I'm saying is, if that's a waiver option at this point in the season, you're probably there's there's really like, are you going to pick him up to play him? It depends. Like, look, there how are more running it, how backs bad hurt it, this week. You how had, bad does it have to be that you, you had him up Doug Martin it? injured at the end of the game? So there's another running back down. Like, think about all the running backs and and positional players that have been injured this year. Uh, one point's better than no points. I would go pick up the second. And I would go pick up um, the, the the two or three guys. I know Cavi might already have him on his team, but the two or three guys in the backfield from Oakland yeah. over picking up. I wouldn't do no, that. I don't I'm, not saying, I'm not saying. I'm not saying Denard Robinson is is a stud. <clears throat> I love Shoelace. He came from but, Michigan, but you know, hey, if you need it, go guy. for him. Thirty carries last two weeks. He's get opportunities. He yeah, opportunities. And you know what? You can always watch for the sneak play with him because he used to quarterback out there in Michigan. So do you, do you, he might do a little. Do, you, do know, you three have a little bromance going on? I don't know about. I'm disagreeing. No, with him. No, I'm, I'm on your you. side. He's on your side. I feel so. like you guys are. You Pay guys, attention. You guys definitely like to uh, to all agree with each other. I'm not on this. One. I'm with you on this. I, one. Sure I disagree. I hate the. I hate him because he's from Michigan. Yeah, that's the only Aside reason. from that, <laughs> I agree with you on everything. The wire is thin. It is. This guy's only two percent of all Yahoo leagues. That's why I'm for good reason. Keep him there on the waiver. So with my next waiver wire, I'm going to stick with the tight end position. Paul barked this guy all season, but unfortunately for him, it was during the wrong weeks. I'm going with Dennis Pitta. By wrong weeks, you mean everyone except this one. What's that? The, every week has been the wrong week except this one. He's been terrible all year until this week. Uh, not necessarily true. You look over the last four weeks, he's had 27 We didn't even targets. announce who it was. Yeah, I'm going to say Dennis Pitta. I said Dennis Pitta. Did you? Yeah. 
Dennis Pitt, a tight end from Baltimore. He's only owned in 33% of leagues. You know, look at the last four weeks. He's had 27 targets. Out of those 27 targets, he had 21 catches for a 78% completion percentage. You know, he has New England, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh coming up. Not even a top 10 defense uh, for fantasy playoffs. So if you're looking for a tight end that's on the up and up, go with Dennis Pitta from Baltimore going forward. This is one of the positions that, you know, you're looking for every single week with Gronk out. Marty B has been garbage. You had like Jimmy Graham and, and all those other guys, except for Greg Olson and Jordan Reed that have been junk. We've been talking, you know, low-end tight ends to help you struggle to playoffs. You think so Dennis Pitta, he's gonna be solid going forward. So think, this is good, Kevin. You think Pitta's available on a lot of waivers though? He's I feel 30, like he's 30% a, 30% owned. Owned only. Okay. But here's I, what I, I feel like saying. he's a big stash guy. This like, to a me is stash, a this you know? to me is a typical Tommy move. The guy has a week, everybody Tommy gets a hard on for him, he goes out and tries to pick him up. Look at him across the year. You said it all you said it yourself. Look at him. Look at what? You looked at his opportunities, his targets, his whatever, his catches per that doesn't do anything for you. His last Five, since week seven, let's. I can go back further if you want. Yeah, sure. Do so week like. one, week one, five points. Week two, fourteen. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Hang on, let me go. Week two, fourteen points. You're just that gonna was read his, stats. Is that what you're gonna? I'm do? gonna tell you that he's not worth a pickup. He's a junk tight end. That if he's gonna, if you're gonna play him, he's gonna disappoint you. Yes, he had a good week this week with two touchdowns. He also had a fumble, but he's playing Miami. Let's be honest. They give up a shit ton to the to tight ends. But what I'm saying is four points, four points, five points, two points, six points. Getting into playoffs, that's not what I want on my starting roster to sit and lay a giant egg for me. Again, tight ends are really, really, really thin. So, yeah, Dennis Pitta, like I said, over the last four weeks, you look at what they've been doing lately, okay? Offenses change throughout the entire season. Make adjustments so that their offense gets a little better here and there, you know, to improve, obviously. And they've obviously made these improvements. You go back, you said back to week seven. Week seven, he had 10 targets. You know, this week he had another Targets 11. don't get you points. Targets get you opportunities. They don't, Again, this yeah, guy they has, has to take advantage 21 catches in the last eight weeks. He has I guarantee to take you advantage look at some of your, stop, your, your top players, like obviously that's, that's more than Gronk. 21 points in our league. Well, no, that's that's. He has 11, to take advantage of the opportunities. Points, he doesn't take advantage of the opportunities. Oh, I think he does. He's averaging think, like 40, again, 40 yards a week. Again, and look at the defense he's playing. He doesn't even play a top 10 defense going forward. I don't like You talk about us taking bets. Ever. Let's put a bet here then. I so say Dennis Pitt is top a, seven I, I think he's tight a end the rest match, of the season. Matchup rest of the season if you need a tight end. Uh, yeah, and like I said, matchups. He's at New England, 18th worst defense to to the pass game. But Phil, if you're playing Philly at home, there's not much out there. Like there's, tight end wise, no, there's not, not much. Get, tight end so over the last over the last four weeks, right? Over the last four weeks, just on waivers, these are guys that are owned in less than 40 percent of leagues. He is the number 13 tight end in total points. Pitta. Over the last four weeks, that's counting this week. There's there's guys better that's than Will Ty. Will Ty is better that's than him. That's not counting this week. That's counting the last four weeks. That's Will, not counting. This okay, week. but Will Ty is better than him. Garrett Selleck's better than him. Julius Thomas is better than him. Ryan Griffin, who also okay, had a good again, game these, this these week. Again, these stats are so okay. So he had one good week to boost his number up. Who cares? This is the so. last four weeks before this week. Dennis Pitta. Pitta's poop. Uh, then let's make a bet on it. Pitta's pitiful. Put your money where your mouth is. I've already done that a million okay. times. And, and, you've been, and you've been losing yeah. everyone. Well, You're eating a uh, uh, ghost face. Well, even when I win, even when I win you just corn. sit around and don't make, a, you don't, you don't make any, any offer to what you're going to lose. Just what are you like talking Cutler. about? I lost a case of beer. So what's our bet? I will take the bet. All right. Pitta. I bet he's you top, go to me into top this bet. seven he's, tight end. 
top seven. Just give me some numbers. What's he going to average over the last three weeks, four weeks? Top seven tight end going forward. What's he going to, Give me his average number that you think he's going to put up. Like what? What, is what he, average? Is, if he's worth the waiver pickup, is he going to average 13 points Here a week? Here you go. Now you're trying to goat me into something. Top seven. Top seven. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because then what happens? He gets hurt and you all of a sudden you're out of that bet again? No, no, no. I'll stick that's the bet junk. even if he gets hurt. Junk. Okay. That's give me, what I thought. Give me, if he's a top seven, give me 13 points. You think what? he's going to do 13, 13 points, points a week? Yeah. Show me a freaking tight end that does 13 points a week. Ladarius Green, I bet you'll average more points than him the rest uh, of the season. You can't. I, I like both of them. So okay. Obviously, so you I'm like not going to take that bet. I'm not going to take that bet. Which one? If they're both on the waiver, who do you take? Ladarius Green uh, or Ladarius Pitta? Green. Okay. Thank you. What do you mean, thank you? Pitta what would you say? Pitt is poop. Then top seven tight end if he's poop. Dude, I don't want to hear your top seven shit because uh, then you'll try to find reasons. Like, oh, okay, well, that's, top I was seven no matter what this. happens. Top injuries, seven what? injuries, top or anything. seven what? Inter- in, top seven in fantasy opportunities. Points. Top seven, top seven in targets points. with your garbage Listen, stats. I'm trying to offer you're you that, and you're just too much because of a coward to take. You do that garbage top, top seven top. No, I don't want to hear that. Okay. Give me some fucking numbers, bro. Tell me how many points you think he's going to average. Average, yeah. What do you think he's going to average? Give me some average numbers, not top seven junk. It's the last couple week. weeks of the season. How do we know not, people don't uh, sit? Nine points. Don't base him versus not, Okay, you just him. heard me say a number, so stop yapping. Nine points a week. Ooh, Average over the next So three. nine points is worth picking That's up That's going to be top seven. Is worth, a, is worth a guy off the waiver. Yeah. I think so. To start? Yeah, yeah. for tight end, man. For tight end? I don't know what you're putting up. Antonio Gates numbers over there. I don't have Antonio Gates. I don't have Antonio Gates on my team. Okay, well that's who you thought was gonna be a stud. All right, I'm gonna I have, I'm gonna I have move on. I'm gonna move on to I'm gonna keep it with the like Ravens Fedorowicz. though. How about that? Give me this. I'll go Fedorowicz versus uh versus Pitta. Rest okay. of the season. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to bet? Uh, Something we can videotape. Yeah. Sex with the other person's wife. That's no. that's weird. <laughs> weird. It was a joke. He said something we have to videotape. My God, Almighty. Sex is off color after some of the stuff Horrible. we said here. Horrible. Um, rest of the season, Pitta versus Fedorowitz. Let's go with that good case of beer again. Now, someone we can videotape. Well, I don't want to do food. We've been doing that like every single one. All right. You so have to do... like dog shit. No. no that's Nobody know. wants to see that. No. I don't even want well, to. Then what the hell can you videotape? Oh. I don't know. I was just thinking of stepbrothers when I said lick the white dog shit. <laughs> How about loser gets a loser gets a Tattoo. pie of the other person's choosing in Creampy? the face in the face. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it the, we'll call it the Creampy. The Creampy. <laughs> the Creampy challenge. It's the Creampy challenge. All right. And uh, loser, not, not and, just a whipped cream pie. No, any just pie. a whipped cream Shaving pie. Shaving cream, no dog no, shit. No, just whipped cream. Like yeah, dog shit. I'm gonna do no, something just a whipped edible. cream pie. <laughs> Might be an anchovy. Just like a ready whip. Uh, I'll just do a, like a ready whip. I'll do a dog shit pie. Yeah, a ready whip pie, right to the face. <laughs> that's that's so. Boring. Or shaving cream or no, something. No, no, something. I don't want shaving yeah, cream. Yeah, I'll do something I, edible. Do no. like a fish pie. I don't care. I'll put anchovies no. right in your no. grill. No. What about a real? It has to be an actual pie that you can purchase. Let's just do whipped cream. Fine, whipped cream. Whipped cream. Pie in the face, Fedorowicz versus the Creampy challenge. Which one did I have? Pitta? You don't even know who you had. Yeah, That's how bad you are. Pitta versus Fedorowicz. Pitta yeah. versus, versus Fedorowicz. Write it down. For oh. rest of season. Rest of season. No, just the, just the next three weeks. Okay. Pitta versus Fedorowicz for. Yeah, that's that's a, our wall, bro. A Creampy. What's his name? Creampy challenge. Fido. Pav porn challenge. Wow. This Ooh. this this. Yeah. We were trying after to, show. We're, we're trying to keep. We're trying, to, keep, we're trying uh-huh. to keep it subtle. Anyway, not your, we, not your way of Cappy's going to have to do a lot yeah. of editing tonight. <laughs> uh, well, That's why he makes was, all the big money. I was going to keep it I, I was going to keep it going with the Ravens and go Brashad Perryman as my waiver wire pickup. Brashudo? 
Maybe. 2% owned <laughs> in all uh, Yahoo leagues. He has th- uh, a touchdown in three all in all three of his last games, uh, averaging 12.6 fantasy points over his last three games. They have New England next week. Flacco's been on a roll. He's going to need to throw next week against the Patriots. If you need a streamer waiver wire this week, I like Brashad Perryman against the Patriots. I don't hate it. Also, uh, I I flip, flipped the coin here between Bashad Perryman and uh, Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan owned in 15% of the leagues. He has a touchdown in uh, two of his last four games. He had four catches in three of his last four, averaging almost 10 fantasy points in the last four games. Uh, and that's including Week 10 where he had no points or no catches at all. He's a he's a look with a Gronk out for New England as well. And he's doing the Gronk spike, so he thinks he's taking over. So it's like a mini. Yeah, real quick question: like you said you, you said you picked the, you you flipped the coin. Yeah. So what was the coin flip for? Rashad Perryman or Chris Hogan? You you, the, you flipped the coin of who you were going to mention on the show? Yeah. Well, Mention them both. Yeah. <laughs> the coin land on its side, or well, he's like, oh, we're only gonna do <laughs> two. Gonna crack. I did. I, I did research on three people. He's like, oh, we're only gonna do two. Uh, so I. Uh, I love whatever. it, buddy. It's yeah, awesome. I don't know. Stupid. So does that uh, going back to Hogan? Does that one week with zero points make you nervous? Uh, a little bit. It was a low-scoring affair. Okay. A lot of running. Uh, Blunt had a lot of a lot of yardage on the ground that game. All it right. was two weeks ago, I think. Let me. You know, you might as well pick question. up Ted Ginn too. He's been solid the last couple weeks, so. Let me ask yeah. you a good, quick question, guys. Um, <clears throat> Panthers. On a hypothetical, guys, if you had, to the yeah, after after that <laughs> touchdown we just watched. Oh, he had a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let me ask you guys a question: If you had to, uh, if you had to have a guy in your team right now, rest of season to, to to win a championship, and you were going, you wanted to, you wanted you wanted him on your team to to franchise next year. Who's that guy? Who's that guy that you think is going to carry a team into the, to a championship? If you were in playoffs, going into playoffs, and you had you had a, you could pick one guy, anybody. Any, anybody, that you would want on your team to win the championship and probably franchise him next year. I mean, I, if it's not unanimous, I have to say David Johnson. That kid yep. is just a, yeah, he's a beast. David Johnson. Too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, my David whole Johnson, fantasy season was guess, thrown because of this. guy. I guess I have to. I mean, let's just be different, so yeah. we're not all disagreeing. I, I'm fine with the Antonio Brown too. Even yeah, though I Eddie, agree. you know Eddie's Eddie's a little iffy if he's going to do it or not, but that was that was Eddie pre booze that was saying he wouldn't. Eddie was saying earlier he's not going to franchise Antonio. I Brown. thought I thought like I kind of had a like a thought of Zeke, but then I started thinking, what happens if Dallas continues Sophomore to keep winning? And now I'm just thinking, what happens if they continue to win and they don't really play him in Week 16? They don't need him. You know, do you want him going into your championship if they're going to sit him? You know, that's what I started. Oh, yeah, they basically true. have the that's NFC true. there. Yeah, at division that's, that, that's why that made me worried about Elliott. Now, the Cardinals, on the other hand, have everything in the world to keep playing for. Yeah, and David yeah. Johnson's going for records. Even Le'Veon Bell might be something to talk about, yeah. too. You look at no. him, he's catching a ton. He's not getting those touchdowns like David Johnson, though. He had that's, a fumble. That's the biggest he had a thing. fumble this weekend. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. First time since his uh, rookie year. Yeah, yeah. So, And, you know, he's getting his targets. Big Ben likes checking down to him. And uh, he's getting a lot of carries, but the only thing that David Johnson is doing available. is Eddie Lacy will be available for you, Cavi, next year to franchise. Yes. Yeah, you could actually pick him up in the nineteenth round. Yeah, I'm in. Can find him on the uh, now Will Fuller. I'm doing. Find him on the ninth green at franchising Will Fuller. The ninth green at nine. Ninth green at nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got friend of the show. And lead singer of Grace's Downfall and the Sellout soundtrack on the line, Ken Norton. Ken, how's it going? Doing well, Joe. What's going on, my man? 
Hey, you're also with uh, Tom, Eddie, and Paul here. And, What's up, uh, boys? What's up, How buddy? Unfortunately, uh, Paul's the only one that made uh, playoffs in our league this year. So in order for Tom, Eddie, and I to stay relevant uh, in fantasy football, we're going to start a daily fantasy league. Right. And uh, we were hoping you'd be interested in joining it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, Ken, I guess we want to ask you, how uh, how are you doing in fantasy this year? I'm doing really well. I've, I've won a, a good amount of money this year doing fan doing uh, DraftKings. All right, you're uh, no longer actually in it. Um, we're, gonna, <laughs> we, we, we're only accepting we people that we're only accepting people that don't make plan- fantasy class. So, <laughs> no, it's it's good, man. It's good to have some good competition in here. The last couple of guys we uh, we called were were you know they're on the struggle side of a uh, fantasy this year. So I'm glad that you're uh, bringing it. And I'm pretty pumped that you're going to join us. And you know, I personally want to thank you because I definitely think this is one of the best parts of our show. Thank you for our intro in the beginning. The music is by Ken and his band, so thank you very much for letting us use that. That's pretty awesome. Oh, absolutely. No, thank you guys for using it. It was really cool to have you guys ask us and really, you know, cool to have you guys play it. It's neat to hear, you know what I mean? Thank oh, you guys for badass. the support. Yeah, actually, the only compliments we get on our show is pretty much our intro is sweet. <laughs> Other than well, that, hey. people stop listening, so it's good. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. That's all right. Now that we have you on, people will listen again. Exactly. This we, we brought you in for the sex appeal, and, and the hope, and, and the hope that you you have like six or seven hundred thousand Twitter followers and just send it out. <laughs> we're, we're we're shamelessly trying to uh, exploit our. I think I only I think I only have like two grand on on Twitter, so I mean, it could help out. It'll help. That would be nice. <laughs> hey Ken, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, buddy. Thank you guys for having me. Best yep, of luck thanks, with everything. Buddy, have all, right? all right. Thanks. Fun. Yep. Take care. All right, well, I think that's it. Uh, I think that's our show. Eddie, yeah. take us uh, out of uh, here. And uh, like we talked about uh, in the beginning of our segment or of our show, uh, we're going to do fa- Daily Fantasy this week. Um, we called a couple people, as you heard, um, but we're going to open up to our Twitter followers and our listeners. Uh, DM us. Once again, my Diggity. my uh, Twitter handle is at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S. Tom? I'm at T-Lip underscore the PAS, check it out. And I am Paul underscore the PA show, Cavi. And I am Cavi, C A V I underscore the PAS. All right, you can uh, like us on Facebook, Facebook Live, follow us on Twitter at Point After Show, thepointaftershow.com. Come visit us. We have blogs weekly, uh, especially by uh, at Daily Fantasy Ace. He point or uh, he. Uh, we're gonna try and get him in the uh, in the uh, in the league DraftKings well. yeah. league. So you guys uh, see what he what he's actually doing. See what he brings to the table. We're coming for the crown. And subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. Hope we get a lot of people interested. Let's play. Let's have some fun. Bring Peace. it. And as always, thanks for listening. Rock. Someday when the team's up against it, the brakes are beating the boys. Ask them to go in there with all they've got. Win just one for the Kipper. I don't know where I'll be then, but I'll know about it. I'll be happy.